Hello and welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. It is Tuesday, October the 4th. Grab your Bibles if you can and go to Colossians chapter number 4. Colossians 4. I'll be sharing with you today a portion of the material from a sermon I preached this past Sunday night. God gave us wonderful services both Sunday morning and Sunday evening at the church where we were preaching. We traveled about 400 miles, my family and I, one way to get there. And we had a good trip, a good visit, met some great people and a good church, and we're thankful for what the Lord is doing there. But it was funny, we arrived the Saturday before, this past Saturday, and we traveled all day and we got there pretty late and we were in a, a, a guest house that the church owned and I was sitting at the dining room table after the children had gone to bed just looking over the notes for what I had planned to preach Sunday morning and Sunday night. And, and you know, it it's sort of like, I don't have to really get anything together to preach when I go to a church for the first time because I have so many sermons just right here on the iPad. I preach from the iPad, the screen, and it's all good to go. It's just which one do I need to study and read over? It maybe takes an, about an hour once the sermon is done to look over it again, just to really, for me at least, everybody's different. Everybody's so different in how they preach, but takes me, you know, eight to 10 hours to get a sermon together. And then right before I got a little routine I go through just to make sure it's fresh. But then most importantly is really the Holy Spirit's leading. Uh, as long as you're preaching, of course, the word of God, straight, literal, as given with application, you're preaching the Bible. It really comes down to, Lord, what do you want me to preach? And what do you want me to preach today, this particular service to your church right here today. It's really a specific thing. And I was listening to a sermon recently, just a couple days before then, this story I'm telling you this last Saturday, of a man who was given a practical lesson to another group of preachers. It wasn't really a sermon, I guess, but he said one thing that the Lord had been teaching him was to really be following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And of course, uh, that's something that you, you always daily have to be disciplined in, just like you daily die to self, you also have to daily follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now, you have to be careful with that. It's not a mystical thing. We're not trying to work up a feeling of the Holy Spirit in a service or in the room. What it is is saying no to flesh. It's being filled with the Word of God. The Holy Spirit always ministers through the Word of God. And so I was sitting there just just praying and just saying, Lord, I pray that you'd help me as I preach this particular sermon I had, and I was I was set on the morning sermon. I had peace about that. But the evening sermon, uh, I, I was also pretty set on, but I was reading over the verses for the evening sermon, and it was from Colossians 2. But whenever you preach, you want to really get the, the heartbeat of the passage, the context, really get a bird's eye view, a view from 30,000 feet of what is happening in that passage. So you make sure your emphasis is the same as you preach. And so I read the the book of Colossians. If I'm going to read or preach out of a small book like a, an epistle, um, a smaller epistle like Colossians, I'll I'll typically read the whole book uh, just just before. And so I was in Colossians four. So two chapters passed, and I was just into it, you know, just reading, just enjoying it. And I've preached from most of Colossians, 
except for pretty much these verses that I landed on at the beginning of Colossians chapter number four. And it was as though when I got to those verses, the Lord just said, you need to preach those verses. Now, he didn't speak in an audible voice. He doesn't do that. He's given us his completed, perfect black and white word of God for us today. But it was sort of like, it's hard to explain, just a, a, a little nudge towards these verses. I just felt like it was the right thing to do. And it was, you know, whenever you feel a leading like that, that is consistent with the word of God, that's going to glorify the Lord. It's not going to contradict scripture, okay? Um, you know, the Lord will never lead you to do anything that is against and not in harmony with his word. But it was just, it was just as if I felt a nudge there that that's what your people need to hear. Well, if you know anything about me, I enjoy planning. I like to plan. Um, plan an order of service, plan definitely, plan out the sermons. The Lord is worthy of preparation. He deserves our very best in anything we give him. And so, of course, I was prepared for that Sunday night. But then uh, Saturday before, um, less than 24 hours before, 11.30, 11.45, feeling a nudge to preach from a passage of Scripture I'd never preached before. That was a bit unusual for me. Uh, because I like to go into anything very prepared. But one thing that that preacher had said that I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, his his practical lesson about following the Holy Spirit, he says, the Lord needs followers. He said in his uh, lesson, he said, I'm a planner. He, he admitted he's a planner and administrator, and he does. And he said the same thing I just said, the Lord is worthy of it. You should always be prepared. Never go into anything unprepared. But then as you go, you are flexible enough to be following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And that is so good. That's good to remind us both directions. If you don't like to prepare, you should. If you really like to prepare, make sure that you always lay that plan at the altar at every moment and say, Lord, this is yours to use as you see fit. And so I was thinking about that. The Lord doesn't need as many planners. He needs followers. And so I, I was, I was already just thinking about that. And then I got to this passage and I thought, well, I guess I better go ahead and just do it. It'll be a less prepared message. And you know, it was just amazing for about an hour, hour and a half that night. I just studied these verses and was writing down notes. And, and then as I uh, had just really, really maybe an hour that afternoon, we had a lot of things going on Sunday afternoon between services. I had maybe an hour to study for that message. And it wasn't the first time I'd read that passage, obviously, but it was the first time I preached from that passage. But it was unbelievable what usually takes me about eight to 10 hours to get together. It took maybe two and a half hours and the Lord was just all in it and he really helped me. And, you know, that's good, though, because whenever somebody compliments me, compliments the message, and typically that'll happen after a message, somebody will come up and say all kinds of nice things. And I can honestly say with sincerity, if there is anything good that came out of me, it was by the grace of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, because in me dwells no good thing in my flesh. And so if anything comes out of me good and it was a blessing and ministered to somebody's spirit, that was just the Holy Spirit's grace seeing fit to use me. And so that's what this message was. And so it's Colossians 4. And of course, I I won't have time to preach the message here try to keep these podcasts uh, in a in a manageable size so you can receive a blessing in a short amount of time. But I'll read you the text and I'll talk to you a little bit more about it tomorrow. Colossians 4, beginning in verse 2, 
Paul is wrapping up this awesome epistle to the church at Colossae. And he says this, Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving, with all praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. And I didn't know a thing going on in this church, and I didn't know the needs in the individual's lives. But I knew that the Lord wanted his church in that location to hear this message. And I started in verse number two, which says, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Do you know why when we pray, we ought to pray always with thanksgiving? Here's why. Because it's, a, it's an amazing thing. When you take what you have in your life and you bring it to the Lord in prayer, your passion begins to align with God's passion. As you speak to the Lord in prayer and you listen to him with an open Bible, the written word of God, you know that what you're giving to him is is in such better hands than it ever was in your own hands. And you can thank God either way when you take your requests to him Because you know that your request, your need, or someone else's need, it is in the best of hands. And so the answer, the outcome, is going to be good either way. I've brought things to the Lord before, prayers that were not answered the way I asked. But I could see very clearly, looking back when it didn't go the way that I wanted after a little time had gone by, how it was so much better the way that it did actually turn out. And so when you go to God in prayer, you pray with thanksgiving, thank you, Lord, no matter what happens, thank you, because the outcome is going to be good either way, because God's in control. You are letting go and putting God in control. Of course, he was in control, but you're saying, Lord, I'm going to stop interfering and I'm trusting you. It's really thanking God by faith, which is what God is always looking for is faith. I know that this answer is going to be according to your will. I thank you, Lord, for knowing. I thank you because I know that it will work together for good because you said that all things work together for good to them that love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose, Lord. And I'm trying to get, give you glory and get everything in my life to you. And so when we pray, we pray with thanksgiving. Tomorrow, I'm going to continue the thought that I gave this church Sunday night with what Paul's prayer request was. And it's really interesting. We're going to see it tomorrow. For now, I'm going to leave you with this. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. And we pray it ought to always be with a thanksgiving on either end. Lord, thank you either way. Thank you for everything. And in Jesus' name, you can pray at that point. Amen. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.